Welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. I'm Joe. We got a marvelous episode for you today. <laughs> like the pun. Like what I did there. Uh, it was it was excellent. So we're gonna be talking uh, kind of Marvel through from Disney news. Uh, starting with Disney news, we're gonna be Marvel all the way through the whole episode. It's kind of the Marvel. Uh, TV universe. I'm not sure if they have a catchy title like the MCU. The, the Marvel Netflix Flix TV, TV universe. universe. Because I, I found out that there's like a lot of different iterations. I mean, it was on ABC. They've had uh, some freeform shows and things like that. We're not yeah, talking they definitely about do have that. A, yeah, a lot, a lot of different uh, television shows. And so Daredevil season three came out on Netflix a few weeks ago. So it's and kind of, we crushed that. Yeah. So and that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it because it was our muse, if you will. That season came out, and you know, there's some other things changing with the new Disney streaming service, Disney Plus, and things. So we wanted to kind of talk through all that. So we'll, we'll try to keep you know kind of spoilers to a minimum. It's not going to necessarily be you know diving into the details of Daredevil season three, but there might be some minor spoilers. So if you haven't seen the entire season yet, uh, you know, you may want to avoid when we start talking about that season a little bit, or if you don't mind, like I said, just maybe some minor spoilers, probably nothing more than you would know if if you just watched the trailer of it or anything. Yeah. I was going to say, there's one thing that I want to talk about, but we'll we'll give you a heads up before we get into that. Then, So starting with, with Disney news, uh, the first piece, Disney announced the uh, car for the guardians of the galaxy roller coaster. So uh, Bob Chapek was at an industry event. They kind of have this. I think it's a once a year thing where the theme park industry has kind of a conference and they, they share all their new rides and things coming up. So you usually get a lot of information from Mm -hmm. the theme parks at this. So they, they released concept art of the roller coaster. It's made to look like the Milano, which is the ship, the guardians ride. And they confirmed kind of what the rumors were that it's going to be a spinning roller coaster. Oh, nice. So the cars and they showed, well, no, it's not, it's not quite like that. It's different than just spinning around randomly. It's a very controlled spin. They can turn you as you ride through it. So there's some footage of of the test on there. It's not like a, how the car's weighted. You spin more or less kind of thing. No, it's, it's made. So they, they called it almost like you look at certain, exactly. They called it like an immersion coaster essentially, because you know, when, when you're riding a typical roller coaster, you can only ever look straight ahead. This way, as you're going around bends, they can turn the car so that you're always facing the set piece for longer. And so you can see the scenery longer or screens longer. Do you think it'll end up being sort of like what Universal did with like Harry Potter and some of those other things? Like, do you think it'll be a step more towards that technology? I think it it kind of reminded me, and again, there's videos out there of, of them testing it. It reminded me a little bit of Escape from Gringotts, where mm-hmm. you're riding a roller coaster and then it turns. I think the difference may be so Escape from Gringotts, you kind of turn and then sit yeah. and watch the screen happen. But I think this you're not gonna stop. I think it's gonna be constant movement. So it's the largest indoor roller coaster, I think, ever. So it's gonna what? be the building is huge. I think there's gonna be a lot of tracks. So I think it's gonna be a relatively long ride. Disney ride roller coasters never seem to go that fast. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say they don't seem that long either. No, but they, yeah, but they don't necessarily go that quick. So I think if you have a long track, you don't necessarily go too fast. You'll have a lot of time to see screens or set pieces. So I don't necessarily think you're gonna stop, watch a set piece, and then continue moving as you ride through. It's gonna turn you around, bend. So that way, that's how you'll be able to see 
more of the ride as you go through. Well, so, I'm excited to see if they have it. It has as much um, personality as the Guardians ride in California. I think it will. I mean, I, I think it's it's going to be a, a pretty fun ride. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think mean, it looks that was good. that was so enjoyable. And and in kind of the releases I, I read about, I'm not sure if they talked about this. You know, Disney Bob Chapek mentioned this when he was talking, but it sounds like you know their plan is to have it ready for. Uh, 2021, which is the the 50th anniversary of Disney World, which isn't a surprise. But so many anniversaries. Yeah, I I thought it would have been done sooner because that's still three years away. So it seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that's you know, they're just saying, hey, we're gonna have it ready by then, and you know maybe it's ready in 2020 or something. I'm mm-hmm. not sure because they said Ratatouille, I think, is around the same time. It seems like that's a long time to wait. Yeah. for that stuff. Speaking of anniversaries, um, happy an- like birthday, Mickey. Because today, that the day that we're fi- there, we're recording is his ninetieth. So, yay! Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! All right, I'm not gonna say <laughs> the whole thing. I don't want to torture you. Happy birthday, Mickey! So, uh, so that's the first piece. The second piece is kind of some sad news dealing with Marvel. So, this past week, Stan Lee, kind yeah, of the at age ninety five, ninety five, right? Away. Yeah, he he passed away, and kind of the spearhead really of of all of marvel so he didn't i don't think he actually created marvel comics he He started working for them but he kind of helped turn them into kind of the juggernaut that they are today right right so just to honor him a little bit um i did do a little just a little tiny bit of background on stan lee just to just to talk about him he was born stanley martin lieber yeah so he was he wasn't so his name is stan lee but he was born stanley yes as, yes. as his first name and yes. then he changed but that to his last stan name lee. is is was lieber so it makes sense that he would go by stanley St- but stan i'll talk lee. about that in a minute so he was born that on december 28th 1922 so he actually almost made it to his 96th birthday okay and um, he was born to Romanian-born Jewish immigrant parents. You know, those immigrants, they get the job done. <laughs> and, uh, he graduated from high school at age 16 and a half, which is pretty impressive. And up until then, he did a lot of, like, odd writing jobs. He actually seemed to know from a young age that he wanted to be a writer, which is awesome. I wish I had that kind of direction at that young of an age. Uh, and he died um, on November 12, 2018. And he was able to rise through the ranks, as we said, of that family-owned business. And he eventually became the um, he became a co-creator of Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man, Thor. Yeah, so he created. I mean, that's what he was kind of the creator of just a litany of the characters. Right. Him, a lot of the ones him and him that and they kind of, made movies of. Right, and Jack Kirby was was another you know kind of uh, big influence at Marvel. So I think I mean really between the two of them. They really created all of the characters that we know and love today. Yeah, exactly. So um, one interesting fact about him is that he used Stan Lee as his pen name so that nobody would associate him with the comic book writer uh, that he was because he had aspirations to write the great American novel. So... And for those of you who don't know what the Great American Novel is... So it would be F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, he basically wanted to write the Great American Novel, which most people call The Great Gatsby, The Great American Novel. And I would argue that he probably ended up writing The Great American Novel, that probably more people have read his comic books and his characters. I'd say the overall overall exposure. Then maybe Harry Potter. I would say probably besides Harry Potter, Marvel Comics probably has wider readership uh, and impact. 
I would say uh, besides besides Harry Potter, I would say. Exactly. Dude, our cat right now, so bad. He's going around like just going in all the boxes. All the boxes. Anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that was his aspiration. He didn't want to be associated with that name. Then later, of course, after, um, you know, comic books weren't such a, um, like such a low social standing kind of thing, then he adapt like he adopted that name he legally changed his name to stan lee oh i didn't realize that that he actually officially changed his name Mm -hmm. yeah so um we could do a whole episode yeah so i mean he again he just he's created so much and really you know so much i mean without him you know marvel is now a huge part of disney and without him i don't you know i don't think that would exist today and so i mean it kind of you know, it's sad in his passing. We had already kind of planned talking about the Marvel kind of TV before this happened. But mm-hmm. now I think you know, even with this, it's, you know, all the more, you know, kind of timely. And I think, you know, good to kind of bring this up because, again, you know, these are some of the characters that you know he either personally created or helped create that they're having, you know, Netflix has this TV show. So, and I think I want to say 2013 is when the uh marvel show started on netflix no okay when was it 2015 okay 15 that was close a couple years off so so they have uh daredevil was the first one yep and then they had jessica jones luke cage iron fist uh the punisher then they also did the kind of uh, defenders miniseries mm-hmm. right so and then the punisher I said, uh, yeah i said the punisher oh okay i think the defenders Came no, I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily talking them all in order. Yeah, well, you just did kinda, just you just, just gave them in order. Them. So Daredevil premiered, like I said, in 2015. Uh, it was April 10th, 2015, and then shortly after that, um, only in November, November 20th, was when Jessica Jones uh, premiered. So right, those, those two were pretty close together. And it's interesting. And I mean, we can kind of talk later and rank, you know, what we think the the best of them are. But those are at least critically probably two of the the, the best acclaimed. series yeah. and they came out first and then it's like it kind of all went downhill well, from there except for the punisher yeah i was gonna say basically everything else has now been canceled except for those two and they were the first ones and they're also the only two that have uh three seasons or at least three seasons in the making like jessica jones hasn't been released yet but it is currently being filmed right so Right, so so Daredevil Jessica Jones came out first. I think Daredevil was pretty critically acclaimed. The first season of Daredevil was great. I mean, uh, with yeah. Wilson Fisk is yeah. probably one of the, so the greatest bad Vincent guys. Vincent D'Onofrio is a tour de force. He is incredible as Wilson Fisk. He is disturbing, but also likable. He's like a very weird. Yeah, he's line. great, and he's great in everything he's in. But this, I think, he's especially great in because he does a lot of movies. And the thing, yes. the thing about movies is it's two hours and it's over. Whereas with you know the TV series, it's over. It's thirteen episodes, so you kind of have thirteen hours of TV. So he can really get into the character, and you really you get a lot of backstory. You can get a lot into the character, it's very except nuanced. for when your husband sits beside you every time this really big bad mob boss comes on, and he goes sugar, sugar. Right, because he played the alien in Men in Black, and I I just I always love that what scene. It, what's the line? Something give me sugar. Yeah, he, he, whenever the bug takes over his body and you would never know that that's vincent d'onofrio because doesn't he have hair or something yeah, and, and he looks like i mean he looks thinner. really just yeah i mean that he's was, not supposed to look good and he was i mean that was probably 20 
years ago, Men in Black came out. So, I mean, he was a lot younger then. So he looks a lot different. But you would never, like, you would never think it's him. So I think when I connected the two, I just, I love that scene whenever the, the bug takes over his body. And uh, then his wife's like, Edgar, there's something wrong with her face. And then he pulls his skin back. I don't know. I just think that's funny. So, yeah, I always say they want sugar whenever whenever he comes on the screen, which is funny because, yeah, when you have Wilson Fisk, he's a very serious yeah. scenes and it's I'm always cracking jokes. Yeah, you are. He, but he really, I mean, he, it's a very nuanced character. You're right. He's a bad guy, but you do. You respect you can, him. Yeah. Yeah. He you understand where he's respect. coming from. Yeah. And, and I mean, but then they do a really good job, like a little bit of give and take with his character where you, you start sort of start to be like, yeah, I, I really like this guy. And then he goes and decapitates a man with the car door. Um, and then like that was that was intense that was I think the one like the first time I ever had to turn my head away from something that was on screen because it was just so disturbing and I think that's one thing to mention if you have not watched any of the Netflix Marvel series and you're thinking about doing it because you're like hey I love the movies you know maybe watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like that Uh, let me check these out they are like an R. So where the movies are always like PG-13. Especially Daredevil. Well, they are uh, the Punisher, for Well, yeah, sure. the Punisher. But, 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 but they are for mature audience. I mean, there is violence galore. Like, if they were movies, they would be rated R. I think so they're that, not, they're a little yes. bit more, they're much more intense than just kind of your traditional Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, Daredevil and the Punisher especially are something that I would not want a child to be watching because they're the, I think they're way more disturbing. Yeah, Iron Fist isn't too bad. Iron Fist or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. I don't think, I mean, Luke Cage is bad with Cottonmouth. Like, I didn't, we didn't watch season two, but that part was kind of, yeah, but, like I, what but that's all. They're just, they're a lot more intense. I mean, you, yes. you, you brought that up about Fisk and I just, you know, you just kind of remember that's one. That's one of the differences between you know, if you look at the movies versus kind of the Netflix series. And that's like that's like no, almost mild compared to the most recent season of Daredevil. Some of the things that go on in that season, and particularly the character. This might be the spoiler alert. I don't know. Maybe I, I should throw. out... Are we ready to go into this right now? Well, you we can talk a little. You're talking about the FBI agent. Yeah. Point Point Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think and and he's kind of been in the trailers too. So I mean he you kind of know from some of the trailers that he's the, the partly a villain in it. Partly a villain. Yeah, no, but he's one of the villains. He is. I mean, I had nightmares for like a week straight when we started watching the, this season of (laughs) (laughs) that's not even, I mean, I would wake up every day and tell Joe like, well, last night Cass died this night. You died this night. My mom got attacked by dolphins. Like it it was, it was just because of him. He is pretty out of control. He is because he's a, he's a legit, they build him up so well as a sociopath. Like he reminds me so much of the things I listened to on my favorite murder. He, he fits those those criteria so well. Yeah, and this is and this is kind of a little bit of a, a spoiler, but he is supposed to be the bullseye character. So if, if you know the bullseye from the comic books, he or even from the Daredevil movie, Colin Farrell played him, he is a sociopath who just enjoys killing people, like mm-hmm. for fun. So in the TV series, which was nice, is they made him a little bit more nuanced. He you know, had some like psychological problems. He wanted to be good, but Fisk kind of gets in his head and and leads him down a wrong path like he was trying he to be pushed him yeah he was he trying him he was way. trying to be structured you know he was working for the fbi trying he to come up does. with a good outlet to help people with his skills but so he wasn't just a complete kind of like you know sociopath he basically does what um in the in 
the Dark Knight, uh, what the Joker does for Harvey Dent is he just gives him that little push and kind of drives him off like off a cliff and into like spiraling basically. Although Harvey Dent was actually good before. Yeah, and I, I will say, I mean, there is a difference because in in the most current season, so Wilson Fisk comes back in season three and he's kind of full kingpin here. But you really see, especially with Point Dexter, you really see how he's become the kingpin because he gets all of his kind of FBI records. He gets all the tapes from all his time with his therapist and he spends and you know you just hours really, you get it. going through all of it and and you know listening to it so he really he he takes the time to understand who he's dealing with so that he knows how to kind of play them and you really get a sense of how much control and how much influence Wilson Fisk has in this season and it's it's remarkable i mean just the amount of people he's willing to or he can get information on it's easy for him where how the different ways he can infiltrate everything um it really makes him a formidable opponent for Daredevil. I mean, physically he's not, but he is so able to manipulate things behind the scenes that he is. And that's kind of what makes him so intriguing is that he's just a man. Like he has nothing special about him. He has no real special skills except for the fact that he has fabulous networking. Yeah. He's always five steps ahead. I think that's the one interesting thing of the season is throughout the season, you know, Matt and Foggy and Karen, they thought they had Fisk a couple times and just when they thought they had him, Fisk had already thought that was a step ahead and kind of thwarted that plan by either controlling the FBI or, or rigging juries or so, you know, something like that. And like they, they figured there was no way to stop him. And the whole kind of point of this season, which it takes a lot of its storyline from the, like the Daredevil uh, Reborn series, was you know, Matt kind of dealing with the only way for me to stop him is to kill him. But mm-hmm. if but I ki- but if I that. kill him, then I become him, and kind of struggling with that of, you know, does you know Matt Murdock dies and I'm fully Daredevil if I kill him and I and I kind of become this this evil that I don't want to be, but yet can but I? It's be- for the but, greater good. Yeah, but but can I be Matt Murdock because I put my friends in danger and kind of this internal struggle with him of how am I going to stop him? And that's the other thing that I think besides Vincent D'Onofrio and the really good bad guys, I mean, just the thing that makes this so good is I think that, you know, you could have like an okay plot, um, not to say that Daredevil does, but you could have an okay plot for a TV series or a film, but if your character development sucks, then you're not going to, it's not going to be any good. But the character development in this season of Daredevil, the third season, is incredible. It's remarkable. They These characters that you've known for two previous seasons, 13 episodes apiece, those characters get even deeper. I mean, everybody's developed further. You have, you know, Foggy, you learn more about him, you learn more about Matt, you learn more about Karen, you learn more about Well, Karen, Fisk. you get an entire episode of kind of her backstory. Right. And, and we've kind of had, you know, hints that she might have a darker past. And, and so it really does a good job of explaining that. So, I mean, just the character development on the show is incredible. Um, Netflix and like does an amazing job with really bringing that to, to right. the screen. And I know you love the, the Karen backstory episode. I didn't care <laughs> for it as much. I know this may be a controversial opinion oh my if you've seen it, but... Empathy's I'm, not his I'm not strong gonna, point. I'm not going to bring up necessarily going to too much of what happened again in case you, just in case you, in case you haven't her. seen it. But I kind of feel like 
she, you know, again, some stuff happened to her that was not her fault and she was in a terrible situation and, and, you know, completely understand kind of where she's coming from. But then she goes and just continues to make terrible decisions after terrible decisions. And she brings so much on herself. And then she gets so upset of like, why doesn't anything go right for me ever? But it's like, Karen, you're making these decisions. Like, she goes and provokes Fisk. Like, what does she think is going to happen? This guy controls the FBI. Well, she, she makes it very clear what well, she thinks is going to happen. But again, I mean, the risk she's taking, and then and, and then and when it, it backfires on risk, she wouldn't. She didn't realize that that you know her attempts would be thwarted. But again, it's it's without just, giving too much away. Yeah, but some of it, it it's just, it's just funny that you know she brings a lot of it on herself. I feel like, and so sometimes when she's like, "Oh man, woe is me," it's kind of like, well. You should have thought of it a little bit. But again, t- to the point earlier, I think what you're supposed to also glean from that is that Fisk is a lot smarter than everybody. You know, that people think they have him. They think, mm-hmm. oh, we, we know how we can get him, but they can't. So I think that's some of it, too, of, oh, I didn't think that would happen because he kind of outsmarted me in this. Yeah. Again, you're right. He's That's kind of a superpower is that he's, you know, outsmarting everybody as the kingpin. Exactly. And I do think, and again, they do a good job, you know, you, you have, you start to really hate him, but then when they bring Vanessa in, they really make you kind of see that he does have that capability to love. And that also just de- like, it adds a lot of nice depth to his character. Right. So I think, I think needless to say, <laughs> season three, Daredevil. Yeah. It's, was, a, was it's a go. Was great. You have, I mean, you might season have Season one was really good. Too. Yeah. I struggled a lot with the first several episodes, but it gets really, really good. Right. So kind of talking through the other seasons. Now, the other thing I love about Daredevil real quick, just before we move to some of the other ones. <laughs> this is just is, like a love note to, to Daredevil. It is. Daredevil is my favorite. Yeah, it's mine too. But the great, the other great thing that Daredevil does is they introduce other characters so well. So yeah. in season two, you had the Punisher was introduced, Frank Castle. And and wait, we would be remiss because our friends would be upset if we didn't men- mention Elektra. Yes, Elektra's there. But but to my point, you know, the Punisher then got his own series yes. from that. So True. he was introduced in that series and he, you know, was so good he had his own series. And then the Punisher series was incredible as well. Now that is, if you want to talk about violence, I mean, yeah. that is like violence from start to finish because the Punisher is a violent character. He's, yes, he's, he does not have any of the roles that, you know, that Matthew Murdoch has Right, at all. he's an ex-soldier. I mean, he's a trained killer. And so whenever he goes after the bad guys, you know, nothing stops and, him. And he, he's, he's kind of like the other side of what Bullseye is. He's the side, like he, Bullseye has these anger, this anger and he channels it and he was using it for good. Um, and you have the Punisher who was using his, his, his powers for good and then something really 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 bad happened to him and then he started to channel that anger into taking out bad guys right and i I know a lot of people like that series because it was very true to the comics in that he is you know kind of just he just goes after and just you know he doesn't (laughs) He doesn't care about killing yeah, people. Yeah, he doesn't have the so, roles that yeah, the Batman violence, yeah. and most of your other right. So, and, they didn't, and they didn't turn it down. So that was a great series. And I, I think are they making a season two or yes? Okay, that's yes. good. I wasn't so, sure yeah, what's happening. So on is that Wikipedia, confirmed? which is okay. you know the, the well, amazing source that I got all, all right. this information from. Well, I could have 
made that entry so who knows maybe maybe there isn't gonna be a second season <laughs> but anyway, hopefully there is yeah it says that it's preparing for release so when i saw that i like did a little happy dance because yeah, frank castle punisher. is one of my favorites yeah the punisher is great so they introduced him they do they do gritty well yeah like, netflix so, does gritty well so and then point dexter i know you were kind of creeped out by him but oh, he was so but point dexter slash bullseye I, but I thought it was a great character, though. I thought they really did a great job he, with that character. He's like spiders under your skin creepy. I imagine if Daredevil gets a season four, and we'll kind of talk about future seasons in the future of the, the television universe, I have to imagine he's the main bad guy. He, Bullseye is Daredevil's ultimate uh, nemesis in the comic books. So I have to imagine they're setting him up to to be the villain in season four. But I can't imagine... You'll probably hate because... Yes. <laughs> See, I can't imagine that season four will be as good because I think... Wilson Fisk was mostly absent from two. Is that Yeah. So then, Yes. He was, and, he was not But in he two. was in one and in three, and came back in three very prominently. And I think that he's just... He is so good. Yeah. Two did have a not, dip without him. Yeah. Like, um, you know... Bullseye is kind of one faceted. He has okay. He has the like, oh, I'm I'm creepy. I can get information because I was former FBI. Um, but and then I'm gonna shoot you or throw something at you that shouldn't kill you I but will... kills you. But sometimes it doesn't kill you because that would be yeah. less convenient for the story. The he can kill you with the spin. <laughs> I will say though, the interesting thing about Bullseye is he does seem to be a match for Matt Murdock. So there 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 was a lot of fight scenes where I mean he almost you know, kills him because he is such a kind of pinpoint sharpshooter. Like you said, he can throw forks and glass and everything. Basically that, anything lying on the ground or on top of a desk or right. anything. So, so Matt for not being able to see, can see very well, you know, <laughs> he's good at kind of stopping it, but he could probably kill somebody by throwing a pillow. Yeah. But he kind of, t- he, he kind of talks sorry, about you, it. You just, you just brush by that. He kills somebody by throwing a pillow. Yeah. He didn't do that, but he might. It, you're right, though. It's like sometimes he'd throw a spoon and like it wouldn't do anything. Other times it would like it would knock like you literally out. go yeah. through some guy's eyeball so, and stab him in the brain. Okay. I don't know if that <laughs> not, not actually happening. But but Matt even mentioned he said you know from a distance he's almost unbeatable, but you have to get him up close because hand to hand he's not great. So I think that's interesting because I mean you kind of have Matt's almost like sonar of where stuff's coming from, but Bullseye so quick that Matt sometimes can't move fast enough. So I just think it would be interesting to kind of see those two. But again, I'm not sure if there's going to be a season four at all. So I think there will be. Yeah. So let's, I mean, I mean, let's kind of talk about this. So maybe not Netflix though. Right. Yeah. So Daredevil season three just came out. Uh, Jessica Jones season two, Luke Cage season two and Iron Fist season two all all came out this year. Shortly after Iron Fist season two came out, Netflix announced that it was canceled. Now, Iron Fist is probably the lowest on everybody's totem pole. And I think the problem is it's just not it's just not interesting. He has an Iron Fist that's his power, but he only ever like uses it half the time and it I don't know. Something just never clicked. You know what though? I think it's because he is similar he has similar powers to Daredevil, where he's kind of a ninja. Daredevil's a ninja, but he doesn't have any he doesn't have the same kind of hardship. His is more like a fallen rich boy, and I think that people just don't well, necessarily. I'd say his hardships. His parents died, and well, he yeah, was stranded I, on a mountain. I'm just thinking that people don't maybe relate to that character as much um, as like a blind guy who's really not blind who can turn it on and off like like it's nothing. I mean, Charlie Cox. I mean, I, I hate. Yeah, to, I, I hate just, to go back to like praising Daredevil, but 
Yeah. I I just think it's something never clicked with Iron Fist. So Netflix. I do like um. What's what's the what's the girl's name in that? I can't remember her name right now. Um. The oh, one that his, ends the his dojo. Kind of like sidekick. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. I love her. Colleen. Colleen. Colleen yeah. Wing. Yeah. So Netflix doesn't release their their viewership numbers, but a lot of people think it was kind of canceled because of low viewership and interest. But then a week after or two, Luke Cage got canceled. And I think in Netflix press release, it was worded a little bit differently than when they canceled Iron Fist. So that's why people think the Iron Fist one was canceled due to viewership. Now, Luke Cage, Luke Cage was, was pretty good. I mean, he was introduced in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I liked him in, in that series in the Luke Cage series, I thought was good. So people are kind of confused by that. So this all kind of comes into play now with Disney launching their own streaming service next year called Disney plus they're pulling all of their movies from Netflix. They have said that the Marvel stuff is, if you want to watch Moana or Mulan or any of the movies that are currently on Netflix, make sure you do it now because they won't be there for a while unless you're buying Disney Plus. Right. Yeah. So they're, so they're leaving Netflix, but they said the Marvel shows were going to stay on there. So now you know you don't a lot you don't know are they canceling these because it seems like Marvel kind of supported the cancellations with from Netflix. So are they canceling them to resurrect them on Disney Plus, or is Netflix <laughs> just canceling because of viewership? They're like Lazarus shows. They <laughs> just come back. With Luke Cage and the Iron Fist is because in the comic books, they were the heroes for hire. So they're together. So are they canceling them to then create a joint uh, show with, with the two of them together? And, and maybe they're, they're doing that. But, you know, Disney but, is, is working with Disney Plus to make, you know, they're working on a, a show for Loki. Loki, Loki I, is supposed to be the, the first one that they release. And they're not only are they doing Loki, it's not like they're doing some knockoff um, version of it. They are supposedly getting Tom Hiddleston to play Loki. Yeah, so all, all, all the Marvel shows, so now they're taking the Marvel Cinematic Universe and making miniseries. So besides Loki, I know they're also working on one with Winter Soldier and Falcon. Those two together as a group, and I think Scarlet Witch is another one. Yeah, the the... The Scarlet Witch one will be cool. cool. Yeah, so I'm not as interested in the other one, but I would like to see. I'm gonna put this my 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 hat in the ring right now. I want a Valkyrie show. Yeah, so I think right. I think a lot. I think that's the plan. Is a lot of them are gonna get their own kind of shows. So that's what it's kind of you know. Are, is are all of these shows gonna get canceled on Netflix? Like, is is Daredevil gonna go away and Jessica Jones? And they're all going to move to Disney Plus. Like, is season four Daredevil going to be on Disney Plus? Is it going to be on Netflix? So it's kind of interesting of the timing that you know these two get canceled. They haven't announced Daredevil season four yet. I'm wondering what kind of backdoor dealings are going on between those two companies. Yeah, I'm not sure. Again, because, I, I mean, I'm sure that Daredevil brings good viewership. So I would doubt very highly that they'll release it without a fight. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. It's, you know, when Iron Fist got canceled, I don't think anybody... And by release it, I mean, like, let Disney have it. Well, I don't know that... I mean, I think Disney can just say we're not making it, too. You know, I'm not sure how that all works. But yeah. it's just interesting because, like I said, with Iron Fist, I don't think anybody was really surprised that that one got canceled but then with luke cage kind of almost immediately after that it, it started kind of raising more questions about it mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see kind of how that all plays out with the new streaming service what happens with like i said daredevil season four or you know punisher 
season two, I guess, is in the works apparently, but you know, who knows past that. So we'll have to, to see going forward. So I guess maybe want to go through, we said kind of rank. We've, I don't know if we, if you think <laughs> Daredevil's one, I'd have Daredevil and then Punisher one, two. I would probably put Daredevil as one just because they've had three seasons and they've all been solid. Whereas Punisher's remember. had Punisher's had one great season. So I think if they get another second season, that I, may go up above Daredevil I, for me, but they're they're kind of neck and neck one and two. I would put say that Punisher's not as strong just because I can't remember right now um who the the villain in Punisher was. Do you know? Do you remember? Well, so the whole I mean the whole thing with the Punisher is I mean he kind of is his own villain <laughs> in a way. Yeah, so his family was killed and it was kind of his old uh, marine unit so it was oh, his friend right. and his um, captain it's that guy from westworld um i don't remember his name but yeah yeah, yeah billy Dude from westworld yeah, yeah billy so but it was him he was involved but then it was like his old it was like the cia it was kind of the whole government conspiracy thing yeah you know, there were some people high right. up in the cia and his unit yeah that was a that really good villain. okay in, just kidding in, that were involved in some stuff and then you know he knew too much so they killed his family and they meant to kill Netflix, him, but he missed it. Netflix so. uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe loves Crooked Cops. It's in like every one of their yeah, shows. Yeah, government officials and everything like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, so I, they're they're kind of one and two for me. Because that's that's Luke Cage too. Yeah. So after that, I, I don't I don't know where you think the other ones in. So I guess you have the Defenders, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and, and Iron Fist. So I would put um, again. Uh, ooh, okay, so it definitely would be. For me, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, probably Luke Cage. I, I don't remember the Defenders that well, um, but I would probably say probably the Defenders and then Iron Fist. I, yeah, I think that's probably where I would go as well. I, I did like the Defenders, so that may go above Luke Cage for me. Yeah, um, just well, I, I just find um, what's his name. Coulter, what's his, what's um the guy who plays Luke Cage? Yeah, Mike, Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Yeah. I find Mike Coulter incredibly attractive. So, so you're gonna bump him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he I just think gets a I point. think we can agree. Yeah, kind of Iron Fist is at the bottom, and then yeah, I think Jessica Jones is probably the strongest of the ones remaining, and then yeah, it's probably between Luke Cage and the Defenders. It's kind of probably a toss up for me, mm-hmm. and. I may give a slight edge to the defenders just because, again, I like Matt Murdock and Daredevil. <laughs> and since he's in that, it kind of, you know, pushes it above. And, and that's the other thing. I think, you know, when Marvel announced this, it was kind of a grand plan similar to what they did with the MCU of we'll introduce all of these superheroes and then we have a huge team up. The MCU did it with the Avengers to great success. So they said, hey, we're going to do this on the small screen now. We're going to do the defenders. We're going to introduce Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Iron Fist, and then um, Luke Cage, and then we're going to do a team up of all of them in the Defenders, and it, it, I just don't think it just didn't work as well. So I kind of wonder if that mm-hmm. also played into the cancellations because you know Iron Fist season two, Luke Cage season two, I'm sure were already in development before the Defenders came out. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if if the Defenders did really well maybe we'd have more seasons because they'd want to do a Defenders 2 and they'd yeah. want to keep these going. But with the Defenders, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great by any means. 
Well, it's it, because it wasn't I think awful. It, it played too much, I think, on Iron Fist's mythology in that, they that got show. They caught up in because, the hand too much. Yes, yeah. well, that was, and a lot of that was from the Iron Fist, and people, I don't think, connected with that storyline as much. So whenever they had the Defenders go in, and they were basically, it almost seemed like an extension of Iron Fist, I think that maybe people weren't as into yeah. it. They put, they, put it a lot, been, they put a lot of their cards, you know, in that or eggs in that basket. I was going to mix metaphors there, cards in that basket, but, but <laughs> yeah. Be so, on par with so, you. <laughs> so I think when, so I just think when that didn't do super well and the seasons came out, you know, it, it, it maybe, uh, you know, ended that stuff a little bit early. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So, I, but yeah, so I think that's kind of our ranking again. I think, we, I think what we learned here today is we love daredevil. <laughs> yeah. This, this was basically just a love letter to daredevil. So, so. I hope, I hope that Daredevil continues, yeah. whether it's on Netflix or Disney Plus. I would love to see. I would love to see Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox in everything. Well, I'd love to see him in the MCU. Pull, yeah. pull Daredevil into a, the give MCU. Give him a movie. I don't even think you have to give him a movie. I mean, you Actually, have Avengers no, movies 4. are too short. Keep giving him series. But with the next Avengers movie coming out, they're going to need all the help they can get. Huh. Maybe he'll just show up. Just like throw him on the screen. There's going to be so many people in that movie. That if he was just in the corner of the screen for three seconds, nobody would notice. And he could just like, oh, he was in the movie. Yeah. He could just throw him in like that. That'd be cool. So I think that's what I think that's what Avengers 4 is gonna be. It's just flashes of superheroes all over the screen. And you're gonna be like, wait, who was that? Who was that? Who is that? And they're just going to be coming well, that, out of You know what? That's, that's actually... That's whenever all gonna... of them, When all of them got taken away, actually, they don't have that many superheroes left. This is what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. We just figured it out. Danny Rand and this Luke is... Cage. They're just going to be in the next movie. Well, this is what... They're just gonna, this is how they're going to introduce all the Fox characters, is they're just going to just throw them all on a screen. There's just going to be a ton of X-Men over here. Deadpool's going to be over there. There's like just going to be like superheroes. Like a Jackson Pollock painting? Yeah. Just like there's flinging. Just be, there's just going to be superheroes everywhere everywhere you look and you're like what where did all these people come from that's how they're gonna get them all in the mcu really quick all right how do they fit in they just showed up hashtag joe stradamus if you're right new new timelines and everything just just creating all these (laughs) all these new superheroes in the mcu so all right well i think that's it for our show this week i want to thank everybody for listening um make sure again we kind of say it every week Yeah, thanks for listening. But uh, um, make sure you check us out on Facebook. We're at Enchanted Ears Podcast. Instagram, we're also at Enchanted Ears Podcast. If you have a question, you can ask it on Facebook or you can go to our website, EnchantedEarsPodcast.com slash podcast question and ask it there. Uh, oh, and have a happy Thanksgiving if you're American. Yes. Have a happy Thanksgiving coming up this week. Um, make sure you leave us a rating or a review positive or negative whatever you want just <laughs> leave fine. us a review yeah we'll take any review we'll walk your dog for free if you give us a review if you know you live in within reasonable distance okay sure so <laughs> i'm just gonna come up with like random you know like you know tit for tat here i'll wash your car or something like that i mean i don't know so, i don't know where i'm going with so that little, t- little handy tasks you uh-huh. help out little things around the house. Do you have a leaky leaky uh, faucet or a clogged I'll catch drain a mouse for or anything? You. Okay, this is by hand. You're just gonna run around like Tom and Jerry catching a mouse. <laughs> One of my students said that he, that's what they did their last weekend as they were trying to catch a mouse in their house. Oh my God, <laughs> mouse in the house. A, yep, yep. That's the start of a Dr. Seuss book right there. Uh huh. So. There's a mouse in the house.
again, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, and as, as your mom found out, you can even say, hey, Alexa, play Enchanted Airs podcast. And well, we Google, just pop up. Google, Google what? Home. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Yes, yeah, so if you have Google Home, just say, hey, and Google. And then everybody who has Google Home Enchanted or Alexa wait, right wait, now. Wait, we have to say, hey, Google, play Enchanted Airs podcast. There you go. Yep. Alexa, play Enchanted Ears podcast. Yeah, we're just turning on everybody's Alexa. Okay, what else? Echo? Echo. Well, Echo is oh, Alexa. Alexa, okay. All right. Anything ah, else? It works. No, that's good enough, I think, for today. <laughs> okay. So, so, but want everybody to have uh, a great week. And until then, thanks and, and have, have a, a magical, magical day. day.